With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Dafnun Beis, page 52. We begin at the very top of the Mishnah. If you have orphans who are living at a certain uh, homeowner's house, or the father, before he passed away, he had appointed for them some kind of guardian. So that person, either that person who they're staying with, that they're living with, or the apotropis, the guardian, they have to take off the miser, the tithes from their fruits. Apotropis shemino aviyusaimim yishava. An apotropis that was appointed, a guardian that was appointed by the father of these kids, so he has to swear that he didn't uh, abscond with the money or take the money and do something with it that was inappropriate. Minuhu bezin, however, if he was appointed by the courts, lo yishava, he does not swear. Avashol, Amir Avashol says, Chiluf hadvarim, it's the exact opposite. The one who was appointed by the courts does swear, and the one who was appointed by the father does not swear. swear. We'll see what that means in the Gemara, well, the understanding of that. The Gemara begins, Uraminhu, I'll ask you a question. Atem v'loy shutfin. It says in the verse that you should take off the tides, you and not partners. Atem v'loy arisin, you and not sharecroppers. Atem v'loy petropin, you and not guardians. V'loy hatay And not anybody who is taking off truma, the tithes for something that's not his own. So what do we see? We see that the guardians do not take off truma, they do not take off the tithes. So how can the mission say that they do? Amar Chizda, Sir Chizda says, like Kasha, It depends what you're doing it for. If you're doing it to feed them, meaning they want to eat right away and they need to take off their tithes, so that's something that's done by a guardian. But if you want to take off the tithes and then leave it over, meaning it's some kind of grains, let's say, and you want to put it in the storehouse, so that's not done. Actually, what you do is you wait until the children have grown up, the orphans, and then when they grow up, they take off the tithes on their own. But it shouldn't be done by a guardian and if it can be done by the people themselves. Vahatanya, we have a b'risa that shows the same exact thing. Ha'apitropin, the guardians, tarmin u'maisrin, l'hachil v'loy l'haniach, they can take off true moisten and maisrin, the tithes, only if, in order that the people should be able to eat, but not in order to be able to leave it over for a later time. U'moichin l'hen behema, avodem u'shvachais, and the guardians have the ability to sell on behalf of these orphans, their animal, their slaves, their maidservants, batim, sodas, their houses, their fields, ukromim, and their vineyards, lahachil, only in order, let's say, that they need money in order to eat, but not to put the money away for them on the side, because something may happen to that money, we're afraid. But something that's more solid, like the, the animal or the field, that's something that, you know, leave things as they are. Umochin and Paris, you can sell for them on their behalf fruits, yenois, wines, shmonim, oils, uslasais, and flowers. Again, you can do this in order that they, if they need the money right away, but not in order to put the money aside. And you can make for them any of these things that we mentioned, as long as the amount of money that you're going to spend on them is set. This comes to include even a shofar, because that's something that, again, is set. You can buy with their money on their behalf a Torah, Tefillin, Mezuzahs, V'kol Demer Sheyesh Le'Kitzvah, again, anything that has a set value, Nasuya Megillah, even a Megillah, but you can't go and say that they're going to give, you can't give from their money any kind of charity, and you can't go and redeem for them the people who are encaptured. And you can't do anything with their money that doesn't have a set amount, it has to be something that's set. You can't even use their money in order to Comfort mourners. And the guardians don't have a right if someone comes and wants to say that this piece of land, which everyone knows belongs to the orphans, he wants to say that it's really his. There can't be any kind of dinto or any kind of court case. Whether it's going to come out good for them or bad for them, if it involves the property 
of these orphans. So the Gemara says, wait, Lizko is on my loy. Why can't they do something which would be positive for the orphans? It means that if they intend, even if they intend at the, be- the beginning to, to, to bring about the merit of the orphans, if it ends up being something negative, so in regards to these properties of the Yisamim, of the orphans, you can't do that. And the guardians can't even go and sell something which is far away in order to buy something which is closer. They can't sell something which is not so good and not so, such a good piece of land. In order to get something which is a good piece of land. My time, what's the problem? Because we're afraid that the, the land that they're going to buy, something may happen to it and it will get ruined. They can't go, these guardians can't go and sell a field. And to buy with that money, slaves. But they can go and sell a slave in order to buy fields because fields are much more uh, stable than these slaves. says, You can't even do that. You can't even sell slaves and buy fields with the money. My time, huh? what's the reason? Because something might go wrong. It, won't be, it might not be so smooth with the field. Maybe someone will come along and say that this is my field. You're going to run into problems. Leave things as they are. Don't mess around. These guardians don't have a right to free a slave. And what that means is if the slave is coming and he's saying, I have the money, someone gave him money on the condition that the, the master not have any kind of uh, ownership over this money, so then the slave normally can free himself. However, we say that the guardians don't have the right to do that. So what do they do? They sell him to someone else. And Rashi says, we're talking about the people who are ready to give them the money. And those people free them indeed. Rebbe Aimer, Rebbe says, Aimer Ani, I say, And in fact, the slave has a right to give the money to the guardian, and, and he goes out free because it's considered like the guardian is selling him to himself. And no matter what, in the end, the guardian has to give a full accounting of everything that he's done. says, It's not necessary for him to do that. The Bresa continues, one is not supposed to make an apotropis, a guardian, from a woman, or a slave, or a minor. However, the father did indeed do such a thing. He has the right to do that, but it's not recommended. It's not the Gemara gives us a story. There was a certain guardian, he was in the neighborhood of Rabbi Meir, so he was selling the land of the orphans, and he was buying slaves. So, they didn't, so Rabbi Meir did not allow him to continue to do this. Rabbi Meir had a dream, and in his dream they showed him, that the heavenly messengers were saying, we were sending this guy, this guardian, to, to destroy, because this, the, the, some of the orphans really deserve that there should be destruction on their land. They, they, were, they really should lose it. And you're trying to fix things. Why are you trying to fix things? So they were saying to Rabbi Meir, you shouldn't really stop him. Nevertheless, Rabbi Meir did not listen to these heavenly uh, creatures, perhaps, or angels that were saying something to him in his dream. That matters that are inside of a dream, they don't affect anything in this world. I have to do what I have to do. Hani Beitre, de Igri Buhu Satan. There was a, a couple 
that uh, the Yitzhahara was always in that house. They called Beishamshi Havakamansi Ba'adadadi. Because every Arab Shabbos, it would come right before Shabbos, it would be coming in Shabbos, and they would get into big fights. Ikhla Rabbi Meir Lahasam, Rabbi Meir came to that city, he came to that place, Akvinu Tosa Beishamshi, he was there three Arab Shabbos, Ad until he was able to make peace between this couple. Shami the Ka'amar, so he heard that the Sutton was saying, Rabbi Meir heard the Yitzhahara was saying, Veda Apke Rabbi Meir Lahu Gavrimi he was saying, Woe unto me, for Rabbi Meir has kicked me out of their house. Meaning Rabbi Meir was successful in getting rid of the Itzahara from this family's life. The Gemara continues, How will Petropas, there was a certain guardian, the Havabishabavusi, the Rishuman Levi, who was in the neighborhood of Rishuman Levi, the Havakomaz ben Ara, Vizavin Tori. So he was selling the land and he was buying oxen. Rishuman Levi didn't say a word to him. Because Rishuman Levi holds like Rishuman the Tanimid and Rabraisa. Rishuman Levi says, I never referred to my wife in my entire lifetime as my wife. I never referred to my ox as my ox. I refer to my wife always as my house. I refer to my ox as my field. So we see that the main part of the field, the main thing that's done with the field is through the ox. So therefore, an ox is referred to as a field. And therefore, when this guy, this guardian, was going and selling the fields and buying oxen, so it wasn't a big deal. Rabbi Shubin Levi didn't have any issue with that. Hanu Yasmi, there were certain orphans, the Havu Samichi Gaviahi Safta, that a certain elderly woman was taking care of them. Havaluhu Turta, so they had an ox, Shakla, so she took it, Uzvinta Nihalayu, and she sold it for them. Asukrovim, like Amader of Nachman. So the relatives of these orphans came in front of Rav Nachman, Amrle, Mayavidita. So they said to him, What did she do? Dizavna, why is she selling it? Amrlehu, Yasemin, Shasamcho, Itzabalabayis, Tanan. So he responded and said, The Mishnah says that if the orphans are staying at a person's house, so that person becomes the guardian for them. So they said, They said, wait a second. She never got the money from them, and meaning from the purchaser, and it went up in value. So she should go and get the money, the higher value. So he responded to Cain. He said, if you're right, if that's truly what happened, then you're right. Like Rav Chaniloi, the son of Idi, said, because he said, in regards to the property of orphans, they are like hektish, and what that means is, and they don't actually transfer from one domain to another, from the orphans to the person who's buying it, unless there's a transfer of money. And thus, as long as money was not given, so if it's gone up in value, so the person has to pay the higher value. Now the Gemara tells another story. Chamre de Rabona Ukva Yasma. There was this wine which belonged to these orphans of Rabona Ukva. Mashchua ba'arba'a. Arba'a. So they were Moshech that did Meshicha. Meshicha means that they actually pulled it along. They didn't actually pay the money, but they did some kind of Kenyan, some kind of transfer, but it doesn't work. So originally it was the value was four. Four was the value. But I could and went up to to the value of Shita Shita at six. Asa the commander of Nachman, so they came in front of Nachman and said, you know, what do we have to pay, the higher value or the lower value? Amar Lahu, so he responded and said, Hainu derav chaniloi bar idi amar Shmuel, chaniloi bar idi amar Shmuel, this is the statement of chaniloi, the son of idi, in the name of Shmuel, nechse yisayim in harei hen kehektish, v'leimakne l'bakaspa, that the, when we talk about the orphans, so the rabbi said, that we make them to their advantage like hektish, and the only way that the Kenyan actually occurs, the, the transfer of rishus, the transfer of domain, only happens with money. So therefore, since you haven't actually given up the money yet, so you have to pay the higher price. 
So if let's say a person pulled it, you're buying something from these orphans, you pulled the fruits, but you didn't actually give over the money and it went up in value. So this goes back to what Rav Chani Leibar Yidi said. Zol, if it went down in value, there's a concept that just like if a regular person would go and do Mashiach and it went down in value, he would do some kind of polling, some kind of regular action of transaction, so he wouldn't pay the lower price, because since they already did a Mashiach, it already transacted, so to speak, and therefore we want to say that by hectish, in regards to the to something which belongs to the temple, it's not going to be any worse. So hectish shouldn't lose out. So same thing with the orphans, they're not going to lose out, because of the fact that it went down in value, they're not going to end up with less money. So despite the fact that it doesn't work until the transfer of money, over here it will work before, and they will get the higher, the higher amount. Shichalu pay really asked me, if let's say they actually went and did Meshichah, they did some kind of pulling, for the orphans, meaning the orphans are trying to buy here, Iker, if it went up in value, so again we say that just like if a regular person was buying it, so they wouldn't have to pay the higher amount, so to over here, Hectish, the temple, and therefore the orphans are not going to be any worse than that. Zul, if it went, went down in value, Svarmiyano Hanadar Bar So we're going to apply the same concept of Rachani Bar Yidi and say that as long as they hadn't actually given the money, so since it went down in value, they get to pay the lower amount. Amr Le Rav Shisha, brother of Idi, Sir of Shisha, the son of Idi, said like this It's not so good for the Yisomin, the orphans, if we do this, the Zim de Mestarchilaperi, because sometimes they'll need the fruits, for Lekadi Avlahu, Adi Avizuzi, and no one's going to want to sell to them until they give the money, because everyone's going to be afraid that they're going to end up losing out. So it's not so good for them. Yahavi Yasmi Zuzi, if let's say the Yisomin give over money, Aperi, for fruits, Zol, and it goes down, so again, we'll apply this concept that if a regular person had done it, so he would be able to pay the lower value since he didn't actually do the Mashiach yet. He didn't actually create that transaction yet because when a regular person buys it with money, it doesn't, it doesn't transfer into his possession. So therefore, he would be able to pay the lower amount. He would get back his money. So, so too over here, we're not going to say that the orphans will be worse. Iger, let's say, went up in value. So we'll say that this is the same concept of that since they gave the money already, so they're not going to have to pay the higher value. So again, Rav Shishi Rav Idi said, It's bad for them. We turn to Amar Beis. The Asilo Meimar, because people will say, Lohu, to them, This means that a person will say that your your grains got burnt, which means you have a case where there's grains in this guy's storehouse or in his attic. And then, so he gave over the money, the, the Yisomim, they paid for the grains. And then what happens? So his house burns down. So he's not going to run to save the grains because with these Yisomim, with these orphans, they've already paid. And since they've already paid, so it's already transferred into their rishos, into their domain. And therefore, the guy's not going to care about them. Whereas in a regular sale, so when a regular person pays, so it hasn't transferred into his domain yet, it still belongs to the seller. And therefore, the seller would make sure to get those grains out of his attic. But in this case, the orphans are going to lose out because the guy's going to say, Tough nuggies, your weed has burned in my attic. If let's say they give money to the Yisomim, to the orphans, for the fruits, and it goes up in value, so again we'll say that the Yisomim, the orphans, get the higher value because just like a regular case, they will get more money since the, the money was transferred but there was no actual transaction by pulling it. So so to over here we'll say that they end up on top. If it goes down in value, again we're going to say that there's this concept of that as long 
as they've given the money, so they get the higher amount. They don't lose out because of it. Amar lehu Rav Shisha Rav Idi. Rav Shisha Rav Idi says again, It's not good for them. Because sometimes they'll need they'll need money right now. And no one's gonna be interested in giving them the money until they get the fruits. Meaning everyone's gonna want it up front because they're not gonna want this transaction to take too much time because they might lose out. So it's not going to be to the advantage of the orphans. But the bottom line here is that no matter what, in regards to how much money they get, they always get the higher amount. They never lose out to get the lower amount. That's what the, the rabbi set up for them to protect them so that they shouldn't lose out. Amar Avash, Ravashi says, Anavar Kahana chasmina nashtara yasma. I, Anna of Kahana, we signed on a document for the mother of some young orphans, the Mezavna Arla Karga, that they had to sell their land in order to pay some kind of head tax. But then we did it without even an announcement, which means that usually when they would sell a piece of land, especially a piece of land for the orphans, so they would make an announcement that this land is for sale so that they could get the best buyers, and then they would wait until everyone's come 30 days later, and they would sell it. But here they didn't even wait to do that to get the best amount of money because they needed the money right away in order to pay this head tax, otherwise perhaps those kids would get taken away. It's not clear exactly what would happen. The Amri Nahardoi, because the Nahardeans say, in order to pay off a head tax or for their food or for in order to bury the person who passed away, so we sell a piece of land even without any kind of announcement before, meaning we take care of it right away and we don't wait to get more money. Amram Tzava, Apetropa de Yasmi Hava. There was this guy whose name was Amram Tzava, he was a guardian for orphans. Asu Kravim the Kamid Rav Nachman. So the the relatives of these orphans came in front of Rav Nachman. Amri Lei Kalavishu Mirsi Miyasmi. They said to him to Rav Nachman. They said, "This guy Amram Tzava, he's using the money of the orphans in order to make himself dressed up real nice." Amri Lehui Rav Nachman said, "Gehechet Lishtaman Milei." Maybe he's doing that in order that people should respect him and that he should be able to get what the orphans deserve. He's just doing it for their sake. So they said, wait, he said he is using their money to buy food and drink for himself. And he's not a rich guy. Amud here means he's not evaluated. Meaning he's not the type of guy who actually explains that uh, everyone knows that he's got, you know, he's got cash. Meaning that they knew that he was eating very well at this time. And they don't know where he got money from. They knew that he wasn't a wealthy guy. So he must have gotten this money from the kids, from the, from the orphans. So the Gemara says, Amor Metzia Ashkach. He said to them, maybe he found some kind of lost object. He found he got a, a windfall. He, all of a sudden, he got a lot of money. They said to him, what do you mean? But wait, he's not taking care of their properties. He's making stuff go down in value. He's not taking care of them. He said to them, you bring me witnesses that he's indeed not taking care of them properly, not taking care of their properties, and stuff is going down in value, and I'll get rid of them. The Amar of Huna Chavrin, because of Huna Chavrin said, Mishmei the Rav, in the name of Rav, Apotropus, the Mavsid, a guardian who's making people, the orphans, lose out. Misalkinon, let me get rid of him. The Itmar, because we learned in a memory, Apotropus, the Mavsid, Rav Huna Amar Rav, Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, Misalkinon, let me get rid of him. The Beir Bishila Amri, let me Misalkinon, let The Beir Bishila said that we do not get rid of him. The halacha is that we do indeed get rid of him. The Gemara continues. We said in the Mishnah, according to the Tanakam, a guardian that was appointed by the father, so in the end he has to make a swear that he did not have any benefit from the orphan's money. My time, what's the reason? Meaning, why does he have to swear in this case? If not for the fact that the father had provided him with some kind of favors, so he wouldn't have accepted upon himself to be the guardian for these kids. And since the fact is that he had received some kind of favors from the father who passed away, so he's not going to back out of this whole thing just because of some kind of swear 
the end. Therefore, we make him swear. However, if he was appointed by the courts, we don't make him swear. Why? He's doing a favor for the courts. So since he never received anything in return, so if we force him to swear in the end, he's not going to be interested in taking upon himself this job at all. Abishol Omer Abishol says the exact opposite, meaning he says that in regards to somebody who was appointed by a court, we do make him swear, and in regards to the one who was appointed by the father, we don't make him swear. So what's the reason of this? What's the understanding of Abishol? My time Why? Minuhu Bezdin, if he was appointed by the courts, Yeshava, he does swear. Why? Because he enjoys the fact, he gets a benefit from the fact that he was appointed by the courts. That means that he's a trustworthy person. Because the courts trusted him. So he's not going to back out of being appointed because of this swear, because he gets a tremendous benefit. He's seen as a very prominent and trustworthy person. However, if the father was the one who appointed him, he doesn't swear. Because he's just doing him a favor. And if he goes and we make him swear, at the end, Asilem Nu is not going to be interested in in, uh, in taking on this guardianship. Amar Khan Bar Ami, Amar Shmuel, Khan Bar Ami said the name of Shmuel, Hilchasak Abashol, the halacha is like Abashol. Tani, we learned in a bright story, Bilazim Yaakov, Amar Bilazim Yaakov says, Zev is a Yeshova, they both have to swear, but halacha kidvarov, and the halacha is like him. Meaning, according to this price, so Bilazim Yaakov is saying that whether the father was doing was the one who appointed him or whether the, the courts were the ones who was appointed him, so he must swear in the end. And according to the Bryce, the Allah is like him. However, it's brought down that we don't pass him like that because of the Amor, the Amor of Khan and Barami, the name of Shmuel, who said the Allah is like Abishol. Tani Rav Tachlifa Bar Marava. Rav Tachlifa from Israel said, Kamei Rabbi Avo. In front of Rabbi Avo, he said the following Bryce. A guardian was appointed by the father of the orphans. Yishav yes, the swear Because he's getting paid so to speak. This means, can you specify, can you bring some kind of container and quantify the amount that this guy is getting paid? Because it's very difficult to quantify because what's he getting? If he's hired by the father of the kids, so then so then that means that what's the benefit that he's getting? The fact that the father had done him favors in the past. You can't really quantify what he's getting paid. How can you call him a no se so the Gemara says, Ela Ema, but rather read it, It's because he is like somebody who's getting paid. And therefore, he won't mind to swear in the end. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Daf.